And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everybody. Is one of the finest pilots this program has ever produced. Donald Trump found the jet. It's Tuesday. The jet has been found. His exploits are legendary. Or has it? <laughs> what he has to teach you may very well mean the difference between life and death. Good morning, everybody. Maybe we'll start out with a little video about the jet. I haven't seen the new Top Gun movie. Have any of you? I, I keep saying, oh, I got to see it. I got to see the new Top Gun movie. I hear it's really good. And I like the fact that uh, we, we pissed off China with making it and it being so successful. So I, uh, I definitely have to check it out. Oh, button's not working here. Here we go. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's Tuesday. Yes. Good morning, Jonathan Allen. And thank you. You win. I don't know what you win, but thanks for telling me to get fucked. <laughs> Speaking of that, we the people radio tonight with my ugly co-host, James Curry. 
8.30 p.m. Eastern. They were going to be, uh, yeah, we're going to be discussing uh, Russell Brand and that whole debacle going on with him. So that should be uh, that should be fun. I'm sure James will have a lot of insight on it. I have my thoughts. We'll uh, probably be covering a lot of that tonight. So <clears throat> anyway, hit the thumbs up. If you don't hit the thumbs up, you're a fed. Good morning, Rocket. Another great supporter, Rocket. Yeah, hit the thumbs up, but you're a fed. And uh, we're live every every weekday, Monday to Friday. 8 a.m. Eastern on Rumble, and the best way to get to the Rumble channel, just right in your browser, 1776live.tv, it'll bring you right to the Rumble channel. Yeah, I got to see the new Top Gun, I do. Maybe that'll be uh, this weekend. You got a lot going on, got a lot going on. My, um, not to start the show off a morbid note or anything like that, my grandmother, my grandmother's 87 years old. She's always had great health her whole life. Just had a little bat with cancer and then boom, kind of, you know, went into remission. But anyway, long story short, she's not doing too good. She was in and out of the hospital and rehab for the past two months. She came home on Friday. She's doing all right. You know, really wasn't doing much in rehab as far as physical therapy and stuff. No major medical problems, but then just kind of took a turn and not eating, not long story short. Yesterday we were over at the house with a, a lot of family. Uh, I'm the oldest of the grandchildren, and uh, but you know, I'm I'm 44. The other grand, she has great grandchildren too, obviously. But uh, you know, it's 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 happening. You know, the uh, the turn, the the that that time. I lost my grandfather at 10 years ago, so 87 years old. You know, the discussing the next steps. You know, hospice coming in and things like that. So dealing with that. And it's, you know, that movie, A Wedding and a Funeral. And listen, I have a different type of sense of humor. Like, you know, it's just, it's just the way I am. You know, I, my, my cousin's getting married at the end of the month. You know, it's a big deal. And uh, it, it almost seems like the timing is just, timing is never right for anything. It's horrible. Where I don't, it's like, all right, is my grandmother going to pass away? Like, the day of the wedding, is it going to be like within... So, and I have a big family, so it's, it's like, there's a lot going on. But anyway, it's, uh, it is what it is. It's life. But, you know, after the show this morning, you know, this morning, I got to deal with a few things with, with family kind of helping out, trying to get things coordinated to at least help the process of my grandmother being comfortable and, uh, then to see how long that lasts. But neither here nor there. Here we are. Another day. Beautiful out. Oh, good morning, AP Unfiltered. How was the beach, Black Rain Patriot? Good morning. You guys are great. We got a lot going on. They found the jet, apparently. I don't know. What do you guys think of this whole jet thing? There's so many theories out there. Autopilot. I mean, now they're talking about a debris field after this jet went missing. Are there photos of it yet? Are they going to release photos of it? Is this going to be the next distracting conspiracy theory going into primary season, election season? And, you know, is it is it a distraction from something else that we're not talking about? Zelensky and being in New York, begging for $24 billion. Zelensky landed in New York yesterday. I'm curious, since he's landed... 
how many handies he's given. Oh, please give me my $24 billion. Anyway, I have an Axios uh, article here. Debris field located after U.S. stealth fighter jet went missing. Military says. I don't know. Can we believe anything that they say anymore? The F-35B Lightning went missing. The, milita- the military said it found a debris field in South Carolina on Monday that may be linked to a fighter jet that went missing over the weekend after its pilot ejected during a mishap. Unless it's a really secluded place, you would think that an F-35 jet crashing would make a significant amount of noise, would make a significant amount of smoke, fire, jet fuel, I don't know. So what are they saying? Joint Base Charleston said personnel located the field in Williamsburg County around two hours northeast of the base, though it did not specify it was from the jet. Again, did that just go unnoticed, that crash? Like, are there that many secluded places in South Carolina? I don't know. I'm I'm legitimately asking. The base told nearby community members to avoid the area as the recovery team secures the debris field because we don't want you to see what's really there. And that the U.S. Marine Corps would begin a recovery process. I mean, begin a cover-up process. I don't know. The Marine Corps previously asked for the public's help in locating the F-35B Lightning II jet, which is just very odd to me. Hey, can you be on the lookout for the jet that we lost? A spokesperson for the Marine Corps told Axios on Monday that search and recovery efforts for the aircraft had been ongoing and that the mishap is currently under investigation. That mishap will be currently under investigation currently for the foreseeable current future, meaning forever. Do you really think we're going to get a story of what happened in the cockpit of that plane? Do, do you honestly think we're, we're going to? I mean, I don't. I mean, come on. We'll get a version of an investigation conclusion probably. So Joint Base Charleston in South Carolina said Sunday that its personnel were working with Marine Corps Air Station Buford to track down the fighter jet, which is worth about $80 million. Just went missing. Transponders weren't working, conveniently. Based on the jet's last known position and in coordination with the FAA, we are focusing our attention north of JB Charleston around Lake Moultrie and Lake Marion, the air base said. The pilot ejected safely and was in stable condition after taken to a local medical center per the base. That pilot will be, um, I, I seriously doubt you will hear anything from that pilot. Forbidden to give any type of media interview, any type of statement. Probably a tremendous debriefing on what that pilot is going to be programmed to say on what happened in that cockpit and to the plane. It's unclear, again, yes, it's unclear what the mishap was or how exactly the stealth fighter went missing and ended up in autopilot. So, I, I, I don't know. The Department of the Navy was a we- has a well-defined process for investigating aircraft mishaps. I'd imagine they also have a well-defined process of covering up any type of mishap. We're talking about the government. Come on. The U.S. Marine Corps Captain Joseph Lettner, Leitner said Monday, we are unable to provide additional details to preserve the integrity of the invest- investigatory process. And they will roll with that for the um, foreseeable future. Ah, 
Uh, Joint Base Charleston previously asked anyone with information to call the base. The public is asked to cooperate with military and civilian authorities as the effort continues, the base said. I don't know. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what, what, what to think of this. Are we going to get any photos of the debris field? Has anyone flown a drone yet? I haven't seen anything yet. You know, typically a civilian with a drone up would maybe get some sort of type of, of footage. Rocket, you said there is jet debris. Doesn't mean it's the jet. Yeah. They probably dumped some parts to cover the jet being in Cuba. I don't know if I buy that story, but you never know. Listen, listen. At this point, I am open to, I won't dismiss any type of theory, whether people want to call it uh, conspiratorial or not. Um, yeah, we only know what they can't cover up. Yeah, if, if anything can be covered up, they will do it. it. It's very weird. Yep, the debris from the China balloon and the others shot down. The mystery craft, that was never disclosed to the public. Of course not. They're going to ride this out until it dies in the new cycle, until something else clogs it up, which it's, it's going to be clogged up in the next 24 hours. It's already starting to get clogged up. I mean, we have Zelensky's in New York. We're talking about continuing resolutions. The GOP is fighting amongst themselves. And this is why they always lose, because they, they can't get out of their own fucking way, the Republicans. It's really stupid. <clears throat> I, need, I need a sip of coffee. So yeah, tonight, We The People Radio, 8.30 p.m., me and James are going to be talking about Russell Brand and all his crap going on with him and the canceling of him and the demonetizing of him and everybody dropping him because of all these allegations with women. We'll see what happens. I haven't read a lot about it. I mean... Russell Brand's Russell Brand. It's cool. He's, he, he speaks the truth. It's, he's gone through some stuff. It's going to be interesting tonight. I, I have some thoughts. I, I don't know. We'll see. But the... Oh, also, today's Tuesday. Steak for Breakfast podcast. They're going to be dropping an episode this evening. They'll do their show today. Audio only. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Steak for Breakfast. Check them out. Follow them. My good friends over there. Tuesdays and Fridays, they drop shows. And they, they uh, always have great guests. So, uh, the jet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Give me one second here. Okay. Oh, there goes my dog. Stallone, barking like a moron. <clears throat> so, oh, I found out that my dog completely hates baby strollers. We found that out. He sees a baby stroller. Not the baby, but he wants to kill the baby stroller. Uh, very weird. Just does not like strollers. Doesn't really react that way to bicycles or car, but just for some reason, baby strollers. In any case, hold on one second. I just got, I got to check my phone because uh, the whole thing with my grandmother, I was expecting a text this morning. So, all right. So yeah, we got Hunter Biden now. Here, so the news story, Hunter Biden got indicted. That's kind of in the news, kind of, you know, all right, no one's really covering it because nobody wants to talk about the big Hunter indictment. They'd rather talk about Donald Trump and how bad he is and, oh, my God, all, all the, the just nonsense surrounding that. <clears throat> oh, he's not going to a debate. He's going to hang out with auto workers. Oh, my God, he, he might support abortion. He might not support it. Like, it's, it's so stupid, and this is another reason the infighting in the Republican Party, they'll just they – they always lose – we always lose because we can't get out of our own way. And it's just stupid. It is just stupid. Can't you just sit there and realize that Donald Trump is right now our best option to put America first and not to allow the 
globalist supporting candidates, the deep state supporting candidates to come in and reinforce the deep state that we don't want, the deep state bureaucracy. There is no deep state bureaucracy. That's a conspiracy theory. All right. So while the Hunter Biden indictments are, you know, happening and he figures, hey, why not deflect? And it's smart. It's smart. Why not just sue everybody? Let's just sue everybody and see what happens. And that'll clog up some news because, you know, people talk about it. He's Hunter Biden, the first crackhead son of the United States of America. So Hunter Biden sues IRS alleging agency whistleblowers improperly disclosed info to Congress. Hunter Biden is pissed because this isn't the only person he's, the only people that he's suing. He's suing the IRS. And that should be interesting. I mean, he didn't get indicted for any of the tax crimes. He didn't get indicted for his foreign, you know, agent crimes or anything like that. So he's going to sue the IRS because the whistleblowers talked about the, the, I believe, the material information in his laptop. Just like he's also suing, and we'll get to that in a second. That was actually from last week. He's also suing the uh, the guy from Marco Polo who who published the entire contents of the laptop, both digitally and you can order yourself a hard copy. So Hunter Biden launched a lawsuit against the IRS on Monday alleging IRS whistleblowers improperly disclosed information to congressional investigators about the Justice Department's tax probe into his financial affairs. Okay, so because the IRS whistleblowers cooperated with congressional investigators because the Justice Department is probing Hunter Biden's financial affairs. He says, you know what? I'm going to sue them. Listen, you could sue anybody for anything. You can. You can indict a ham sandwich. You can sue a ham sandwich. doesn't mean anything's going to come of it, but this is great to clog up the media, and it's great to show that maybe there's some, uh, I don't know, sympathy for Hunter Biden, you know, re- recovering, recovering addict, and they're, they're treating him so unfairly. But among the allegations, the whistleblowers alleged Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf refused to allow investigators to ask about President Joe Biden being the big guy. The DOJ twice prevented United States Attorney David Weiss from bringing stronger charges against Hunter Biden. Attorney General Merrick Garland refused to name a special counsel in the tax investigation and the IRS recommended charges against Hunter Biden that were not approved by Garland. Why are we not impeaching Merrick Garland? Just like the border is mayhem right now, and thousands more every day are coming over the border in the El Paso sector. And again, and I said it, was it last week, about the northern border, the shit going on up there in Maine? Why aren't we impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas? Why all this bullshit against Joe Biden that is not going to stick because he's never going to be convicted? Maybe none of them will be convicted, but why are we, go- why are we wasting our time going after Joe Biden? That is my problem with congressional Republicans right now. That and wanting to actually negotiate this continuing resolution with – now, listen, there's a lot of stuff that we don't get privy to. And there's, there's strategies that let it die in the Senate. They'll come back with something. And then they'll ultimately maybe go for a government shutdown. I'll tell you, I had a conversation with a member of Congress yesterday on the phone who called me because of a tweet that I put out. Not, nothing crazy. 
It's just someone that, you know, we know each other well and explain some, some, some tinkering that's going on. You have these people that, I'll get back to this in a second. You have these members of Congress that are a hard no for this continuing revol- uh, uh, resolution to, you know, fund Ukraine, to fund the government, to, to fund other things. Where's the money going? Where's the money not going? And then you have people that are going to fall on the sword and vote yes because they want it to die in the Senate. They want the Senate to come back. They're pretty confident Chuck Schumer won't go for it. It'll come back. And then that's when they'll say, nah, we're not voting on anything now. Or we're not voting on this. And we're going to go for a complete shutdown. So, I mean, I, I think a government shutdown is coming from what it sounds like to me. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like you. I, I don't know. I can just go by what I see and what, what's been told to me. That, that maybe there's more to this. But in the meantime, tinkering equals bullshit. Well, that, I agreed. But I guess what I'm told by someone that I, I respect that the, the person that called me is a yes vote for the continuing resolution with an ex- explanation why, knowing it's going to die in the Senate and it's going to come back to them. And then that is when a larger number of congressional Republicans are going to say, we're not voting for this, and it's going to shut down the government. Now, we've seen stuff like this before. Uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see. It, it, it will, I guess, and from what I hear, that they are going to be you know, in session the next two weeks, working th- through the weekend, I'm told. So... There's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot going on. So I, I guess we'll see what happens. I want, and I'll tell you this, <laughs> the member of Congress I spoke to wants a government shutdown but, and, and wants, apparently, they want to go about it a certain way. And when my, I said, I want the most monumental government shutdown in American history, they, that member of Congress laughed and, and agreed that this, this is what needs to happen until certain uh, terms are met. And I said, I want it to be like a good old-fashioned bank robbery. You know, either meet our demands or we start taking out hostages, you know, in a figurative sense. But whatever. But in the meantime, Hunter Biden's out there suing everybody, the IRS, and yeah, we're going to get back to this. Yeah, here we go. I want yeah. So Merrick Garland, they he didn't approve any tax investigations or any uh, recommended charges against Hunter by the IRS. So that to me, Merrick Garland is just complicit in covering up crimes, along with prosecuting political opponents and other other things. Merrick Garland, thank God, Merrick Garland is not sitting on the Supreme Court, but Merrick Garland should not be Attorney General. The assault on Mr. Biden's rights involved the public disclosure of his confidential tax information during more than 20 nationally televised and non-congressionally sanctioned interviews and numerous public statements. The lawsuit alleges against his father's government. So Hunter's pissed because all of his dirty laundry that he left on a laptop was used on every mainstream media channel along with whether it's podcasts, whether it's interviews, whether it's by law uh, federal law enforcement. 
that all of his dirty laundry is out there. Or maybe he shouldn't have left your laptop at a laptop repair shop, and then it, it eventually became property of theirs, and then it got leaked, and then you became exposed. So you're going to sue the IRS and the federal government because all of your dirty laundry was exposed. Well, you know, it's not public domain. But Well, I would imagine if you left your laptop at a laptop shop and signed an agreement that said it becomes their property after a certain amount of time that you did not pick it up, I would, to me, that would mean that the, that the property, the laptop and the information on it would become not his property anymore. I mean, I'm not an attorney. The IRS agent whistleblowers told Congress that Hunter Biden fails to pay $125,000 in taxes from income received from Burisma Holdings, which is a drop in the bucket, $125,000. <clears> All while President Joe Biden supercharged the IRS to catch tax cheats upon assuming office tax cheats, like going after your Venmo accounts, going after conservative businesses, going after, you know, the little guys. That's why, oh, we're not going to go after anybody. We're only going to go after people making over $400,000 a year. That's bullshit. Yeah, the computer guy tried to give it back to him like five times. Yep, yep. Um, John Isaacs. I actually, a long time ago, I had him on, uh, I had him on my show, and we did, a, we did a, a standalone interview, I think for like an hour. He's a great guy. Was it John Mac Isaacs? I forget how to say his name. It's like weird. But, uh. Yeah, he tried to give it back to him, and he signed the agreement that hey, it's his now. And then he got he got you know run out of the run out of uh, where he lived. He had to shut down his business. He got intimidated, and uh, you know I'm I'm shocked. They were going they were threatening to to indict him for something. I don't think they ever did though, but they were uh, they were talking about it. The disclosure included detailed allegations regarding the specific tax years under investigation, the amounts of deductions, the nature of those deductions, and allegations of liability about specific tax years and the amounts. The House Ways and Means Committee in June voted to make public the many instances of alleged political interference in which the DOJ thwarted, hampered, or interfered with the IRS tax investigation into Hunter Biden. In turn, the IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel confirmed in July the rights of agency whistleblowers to make protected disclosures to Congress. So they were able to do it. But he's going to sue just like he's suing them. And here we go. Here's the other one. This was from last week. Uh, for the 14th, this, this story broke. Hunter Biden sues Marco Polo founder for publishing 128,000 emails from abandoned laptop. Keyword, abandoned laptop. You abandoned it, abandoned it at the... Uh, computer repair place and then signed an agreement that it became their property. I'm sure there's all kinds of fancy wording in it. If you did not come and pick it up, I wonder if it said anything about the information stored on that laptop, but Hunter Biden filed a civil lawsuit in district court for central California on Wednesday against nonprofit Marco Polo's founder, Garrett Ziegler for publishing 128,000 index emails from his abandoned laptop from hell. Yes, hit the thumbs up or you're a fed. If you're a fed, you're a fed. If you're a jet, you're a jet. Be a jet. Don't be a fed. Hit the thumbs up. 
Marco Polo issued a digital index dossier in October entitled Report on the Biden Laptop, complete with the cited timelines, entities, transactions, emails, videos, texts, and photos of the Biden family. The dossier boasts 128,000 emails from Hunter Biden's laptop, which was abandoned at a Delaware computer repair store. You failed to pick it up. The site has generated a total of 5.4 million unique IP address impressions. Marco Polo told Breitbart News, along with 11,000 delivered physical copies, like a big book. The site accomplished those numbers with an investment of just under $200,000 in 2022. This is Garrett Ziegler. He worked in, uh, he did something in the Trump's, uh, Trump's administration. He was a, an assistant or an aide or something like that. Hunter Biden's lawyer lawyers allege that Garrett Ziegler, Marco Polo, and 10 unidentified people waged a sustained, unhinged, and obsessed campaign against the president's son by accessing tens of thousands of emails, thousands of photos, and dozens of videos and recordings from the abandoned laptop, like weird pictures of him and young girls and doing crack and dancing around in his underwear and dick pics. The court filing shows Hunter Biden seeks a jury trial under the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act and California's Comprehensive Computer Data Access and Fraud Act. Oh, I guess Marco Polo is is, um, based in California, that's why. Okay. While Defendant Ziegler is entitled to his extremist and counterfactual opinions, he has no right to engage in illegal activities to advance his right-wing agenda, Hunter Biden's attorneys wrote. What do you mean his extremist and counterfactual opinions? All he did was release the contents of the laptop. He might have given interviews about certain things. But the the contents of the laptop are the contents of the laptop. He didn't change the contents of the laptop. There's still the sick pictures, the crack-fueled photos, the smoking of crack, the walking naked on beach, the dick pics, the naked pics, the underage girls, his niece, whatever else is on there that, I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. He's going to sue everybody because, you know, he's the president's son. (sighs) Is the shoe going to drop and is Hunter Biden going to at some point, just say, listen, the investigation is still going on into me criminally. You got me on these three gun charges. I know they, they want them for other things, maybe. Now he's suing the federal government. Are they going to make an example out of him? And are the Democrats and the deep state going to push it and say, you need to start giving us names. You, you need, it's time for you to flip. You need to flip on... Daddy, on your uncle, on this one, on that one. I don't know. Is the shoe going to drop? Is he going to, is he, is he, is he cooperating already or is he going to cooperate? Woody Hoodie, I swear I'm not a fed. Just stuck at my shitty job where we can't have phones out. Well, maybe you shouldn't work for the FBI or the CIA and you should work another job where you can have your phone up and hit the thumbs up. Fed, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But those that swear they're not a Fed, eh, you know, you're questionable. But <laughs> oh, it's all good. Everybody gets gets uh, accused of being a Fed at one point or another, depending on the opinion you have of the day, it, or or depending who you might associate with. It depends. It depends on what I don't know conspiracy theory they're throwing that way. 
So what is going to happen with Hunter? Hunter Biden's just going to sue everybody. He's going to hide behind this laptop veil that, oh, everybody, every, everybody violated my constitutional rights of privacy and all of this shit. No, you, you forfeited that, I think, when you gave up your laptop to somebody else for refusing to pick it up. That's, that's what it seems like to me. I need help mowing. Come on over. Oh, you need help mowing. You got a better chance of getting AIDS from the ride along lawnmower seat than me coming to help you lawn mow lawns. <laughs> That's why I ripped all my all my uh all my grass out and I put turf. I literally my front lawn is turf and my rear yard is turf. I wasn't having it. I just have to go out and and uh water the bushes. And, and have them trimmed once in a while. No, only because I could never find a landscaper that could make my lawn look good. And it was always crabgrass, and then it was anthills, and it was shit. And I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done throwing all this money to landscapers that don't even do a good job. I went through so many of them. Like, no, not happening. And I'm pretty easy to deal with. And it just, I don't think it was really the landscaper's fault. Maybe just, I don't know. But no. Rip it out, put the turf in. Yes. That's how I met on AP Unfiltered. I, I accused him of being the head of the FBI and NSA simultaneously. Yes. Don't be a fed. Hit the thumbs up. I need help carrying 80-pound bags of mortar. Come on over. You guys have stupid jobs, okay? Needed jobs, but they're stupid. Don't hurt yourselves, all right? <laughs> yeah, can't find anyone to help. Or they quit because it's not easy. Do you know why? And it's funny because I have good friends of mine who are plumbers. And every summer, it's they look for someone like an apprentice. They'll teach them the trade. Okay. They'll pay them and they pay them well. You're talking about, hey, you have to get up early in the morning. You have to work with me. And you just have to hand me shit. Hand me that. Hand me that. Hand me that. You're not doing really any plumbing. You're going to learn the job. Hey, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing that. This is a whatever. Right. And I, I know plumbers. Again, the trades, they make it really good money. And these, these kids do not want to get out of bed in the morning. They don't want to work. Yeah, it's a summer. It's hot. You're in basements. You're in crawl spaces. You're, you're a plumber's apprentice. But you could legit learn a trade, maybe then go get certified, and then make a lot of money and not have to worry about going to college, having student loans. It's like we're – the. It almost worries me sometimes when I talk to some people I know heavy in the trades. They're like, are the trades going to die for American workers only because none of our younger generation wants to get their hands dirty? They all want things handed to them. Like, and I feel like people aren't talking about that enough. Like, we need electricians. We need plumbers. We need roofers. We need framers. We need, we need all of that. We need mason guys and... These young, these young kids, they don't want to work. They want to put their skinny jeans on and their stupid little tiny ties and, and retard vests and go to the Starbucks and sit there talking about how great abortion is and how bad Republicans are. It's really stupid. It's like I just sit there and go, we're like spiraling because, and granted, not all younger people are like this. Like, I, I have a good friend who's a plumber. His son I would work with him in the summer and whatnot. He didn't want to become a plumber. He wanted to become an auto mechanic and maybe even a diesel mechanic. 
graduated high school and said, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to be a plumber. I want to be an auto mechanic. I went to a special, and now he's in the trade school for auto. And it's it's college, actually, for just strict, strictly auto repair and, and things like that. And he'll come out with a certification. And, you know, he's got his, his dad, like, I think bought him the, the tuition and, and, the, and he's given him and the tools. And then, boom, he's got an instant career when he gets out because they apparently, all the car dealerships and things, they poach all of these trade schools looking for people for jobs. 70% of tradesmen now are at retirement age. No one following in their footsteps. Exactly. It's very concerning, especially with a lot of tradesmen that I know that have sons that don't want to do what their dad did. My, my father was an auto mechanic his entire life, entire life. And I hated it. Like, I didn't want to do that. It wasn't my thing. I became a paramedic. I didn't go to college. I well, went to paramedic school. But it just, I get you don't, it's something. Then just, then do something just worthwhile. But right now, uh, the, the, the trades, we, I just know, I feel like nobody really does, a, does enough coverage of, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I look and I feel like, we, especially when you say 70% of tradesmen are now at retirement age and no one is there to follow in their footsteps, what happens then? What happens? They're retired and nobody wants to do the work. Who's going to be doing the work? Yeah. That, that should be a whole story in itself. The lack of workforce for the, the trades. Well, they're all coming in over the border, I guess, and they're all going to drive wages down. So a plumber that would make, just throwing a number out there, $50 an hour, because I know plumbers out there that are making $50 an hour or more. Now you're going to have plumbers come in, probably not with their own tools and truck, and still they'll be working for 20 bucks an hour, 18 bucks an hour. But they're here illegally, so it's okay, and they have a job, and they don't have to pay taxes on that money. So the great replacement theory, eh, it's stupid. <clears throat> the electrical union school near me literally had no one in their parking lot. I believe it. I believe it. Yep, you used to have to know someone to get into the trade union, Black Rain Patriot, all of them. All of them. Not anymore. They literally have wild, wacky, inflatable tube men outside begging for apprentices. And, and so not even to change the, the type of work, but I was talking to my aunt yesterday who's a aide in our, the, my local high school, you know, teacher's aide. And apparently a lot of school districts have pr have trouble retaining or even hiring teacher's aides. They don't get paid a lot of money. They get paid between $15 and $17 an hour, I am, which is nothing, okay? They, they do, you know, they're in, whether it's special needs or just other classes, and they have no teacher's aides. And they, no, but they're either retiring, fewer out sick, or they hired a couple that just didn't want to show up, and nobody wants to apply for the work. Nobody wants to apply for the job to be a teacher's aide. You don't have to go to school. You can just be a lump on the log and come in and aid the teacher. And no, it, it's like not only the trades, I, I feel that nobody really just has the drive to work. Not, a, not everybody's like this, but you see it more and more. It's just 
oh, well, why should I, you know, I, I, I'm living at home. I got this, I got that. And I don't know. We just, our, I, our, Hey, Gulfstream 650. I just feel like our younger generations aren't, they're not driven to do anything. It's like because they, they, they know that if they don't do anything at some point, they're going to get handed enough to survive. Unless someone has the work ethic of, hey, I want to succeed. I'm an entrepreneur. I want to, you know, be my own boss I, or, or something to that effect. It's freaky. All right. Let's get into this Ukraine crap a little bit. So Zelensky's in New York. He's going to be at the UN General Assembly. He's he's going to be visiting Congress this week. And maybe I don't know if that was today or Thursday. And he's going to be there with his tip cup out begging for $24 billion that Joe Biden and Democrats and some uniparty Republicans desperately want to give him. Meanwhile, hey Maui, 700 bucks a household. Fuck you. But what's wild is all of the stories that are not really being told and covered in a lot of places. Literally, the Ukraine military, the Ukraine deputy defense ministers are all getting fired because of corruption scandals, because money is being embezzled by the millions. Money is going missing by the millions. Weapons that are being bought or given are being stolen and nobody wants to talk about this. Hey, Breitbart. Zelensky sacked six deputy defense ministers amid mounting corruption scandals. This guy is here now in America, going to go to D.C. I need the $24 billion. I don't want to have elections unless you pay for them. I don't want to have elections if we're still at war. You know, Help me save the democracy with more democracy by supporting me, but not having elections. Six Ukrainian deputy defense ministers were fired yesterday following the dismissal two weeks ago of another defense minister in a corruption scandal. And this is just as heavy fighting is still going on in the East. Deputy defense ministers, including, I'm not even going to go through their names, is one, two, three, four, but five. State Secretary of the Ministry of Defense. They've all been fired. They've all been fired. And some permanent representative of the Cabinet of Ministries. They provided no explanation of the firings, but the government has been investigating accusations of corruption in the military relating to, related to purchasing equipment. So basically, it's all what we'll purchase five hand grenades, but we'll say we purchased a hundred, and we'll give them five hand grenades, and we'll just take like we'll we'll embezzle the money for the other ninety five or whatever it is. Yeah, that they're using our money to they're stealing our money. They're stealing our weapons. They're stealing our weapons and selling it on the black market. Who are they selling it to? Most likely our biggest adversaries like Iran or China or who knows, who knows, 
I mean, the when, when you're when you're given this much money as handouts, you can't tell me that corruption isn't going to happen. The question is, what scale is the corruption happening? And I think in Ukraine, as a matter of fact, we know in Ukraine that the corruption is at massive levels. And why are we not auditing every, why don't we have somebody there auditing every dollar that's being given to them? What are you using that for? What are you using this for? Do you have accounts of the funds here? How much is this equipment? <laughs> corruption in Ukraine? That's weird. <laughs> but we're going to keep, we're going to keep feeding it. We're going to keep giving them that money. No problem. Oh, you need fighter jets? We we got them. We'll we got it happening. Bring your pilots over to Arizona. We'll train them too. Maybe the uh, you maybe the Ukrainian fighter pilots was there flying planes in Arizona airspace, learning how to fly them while we're training them there. Maybe they won't lose them, like how a military loses eighty million dollar fighter jets. One of this, one of the ministries of defense or whatever he's called. Again, I'm not, I'm not going through their names. Was removed earlier this month after a scandal involving the defense ministry's, yeah, purchasing of military jackets at three times their cost. But the guy in charge denied the allegations and resigned. Okay, we have this military bulletproof vest. It's a hundred dollars. Are you going to make the purchase order? $400 a jacket because I'm going to pocket 300 bucks a jacket and I'm going to buy 20,000 jackets. Think that's for military jackets. Think about what they're doing with military weapons. Yeah, war is imminent. Yeah, it's closer and closer and closer. But a vast majority of Ukrainians apparently say that Zelensky is directly responsible for corruption. But is he the one really responsible? Or is it his handlers? And where do his handlers come from? And how involved is the United States federal government agencies involved? Because have you heard? Now listen, I thought this, listen to me. I thought this was literally a Saturday Night Live skit when I first saw it. And then I saw it on Breitbart. And then I said, did Zelensky shave and put on a wig? Now, I don't know if you've seen this person, which by the way is a man, a transgender, by the name of Sarah Ashton Cirillo, an American who's the American transgender spokesperson to the United States military? Have you seen this? Please tell me that you have seen this. But also tell me if this is the first time you're saying this, and I cannot, I still, it's like, no, it can't be. <laughs> this is so crazy. So Senator J.D. Vance out of Ohio is demands a Biden administration reveal if American transgender spokesperson, with air quotes, for Ukraine military has U.S. intelligence ties after threats to hunt down Russian propagandists. Have you heard about this? Oh, it is, Hog. It's a dude. It's a tra It is. Trans women are women, Hog. <laughs> 
This guy's got a hog of his own. No offense. Senator J.D. Vance has written to top Biden administration officials demanding the White House reveal if Sarah Ashton Cirillo, a transgender individual claiming to be a spokesperson for the Ukrainian military, has ties to American intelligence services and if U.S. funds are currently subsidizing Ashton Cirillo's apparent role in Ukraine after the personality went viral vowing that Russian propagandists will be hunted down. Now, let me see if that video is here. Here we go. Let's see. Let's, we're going to watch this. Give me one second. Russia hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly. <sighs> Next week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder, and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy no. as the world will see a favorite Kremlin propagandist pay for their crimes. And this puppet of Putin is only the first. Russia's war criminal propagandists will all be hunted down and justice will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission I can't. by faith in God, liberty, and complete liberation. That can't, that can't be real. That can't be real. It's like a failed drama student put on a wig and is doing a Saturday Night Live skit. Is this real life? Is this what we're giving $24 billion to? We have Americans there, American transgenders. American dudes in wigs. Now I just paused it perfectly on a kissy face. They really didn't mean to do that. Come on. Please. <laughs> His middle name was John. You gotta be kidding me. I'm 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 not even kidding. I'm in shock because that's actually the first time I've heard the voice. I I I didn't listen i didn't watch it until so this transgender freak is threatening people who support russia russia's war criminal propagandists will be hunted down and justice will be served are you a kid fucker 100 percent? oh my god oh my god can you this is an american this has to be, this has to be a federal asset. There, there's no other explanation. There's no other explanation. It has to be a federal asset. And this person, look, this person has a Twitter account. Sarah Ashton Cirillo, Ukrainian TDF media. What? J. Sergeant. ZSU-3CY, Ukrainian flags everywhere, infantry. This is a member of the Ukraine military? AFU-TDF spokesperson, host territorial defense forces, Ukraine in the know, and Russia hates the truth. It's got a YouTube channel. It has a YouTube channel. What is going on? Rainbow flags and Ukrainian flags. What is happening? Oh my, oh my God, stop. Russian war cry. Look, it's got a different color wig. This is, come on. I'm on the outskirts of Zoom, where you can see the exhuming of victims of the Russian terrorism continues. I'm on the outskirts. Yeah, show us bodies. 
I'm just I'm just scrolling through the Twitter page. Like he dressed like a chick to keep from going to the front. 16 hours ago. Successful travels in the United States, President and Mrs. Zelensky. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, this is, oh, wait a minute. All right, so this is 22 hours ago. After being swamped with Russian lies, a sitting U.S. senator questioning my role in Ukraine. You, you claim, you clown. Below is my response. So J.D. Vance is asking Joe Biden for explanation if this American who's apparently the spokesman for uh, the military in Ukraine has any ties with the United States federal intelligence agencies. This is a response. Oh, this is bad. Karen, but a dude. He dressed like a chick. Yeah, he dressed like a chick from keeping it go to the front. Well, Ukraine is losing so many soldiers that they might have to toss that thing a rifle. <laughs> Let's listen to it again. In this one, in this one, it's a different shade of green shirt and appears to have tits. This is Sergeant Sarah Ashton Cirillo of the Armed Forces of Ukraine, and I'd like to thank the ex-social media. How does it? How does this person become a sergeant? What does this person have to do in the military in the U? This is an American, I believe, like an American citizen in the Ukraine military, a sergeant in the Ukraine military. Who would she have to blow to get those sergeant stripes? The platform for carrying this exclusive message from Kyiv. There has been much discussion recently related to my role within the armed forces of Ukraine. Before answering some of the questions put forward by Senator Vance of Ohio, I'd like to thank all those in the U.S. who are supporting the Ukrainian people. I just want to stop for a second. Because the Ukrainian people I don't have a problem with, and I want them to all stop dying, including Donald Trump. And he, he made that perfectly clear. He wants, to, he wants to stop people from dying, okay? I'm not, I don't need to fly Ukrainian flag to, to sit here and say that I support the Ukrainian people, not the Ukrainian government. And of course, the narrative is, thank you for supporting the Ukrainian people. Yeah, we don't want them to die anymore, but... You sick, twisted, Nazi corrupt fucks. Yeah. Annihilation should happen to all of them. Without Republicans and Democrats working together on behalf of Ukraine, our growing and unstoppable success on the battlefield <laughs> and the inevitable victory it will bring over the Russian invaders would take significantly longer. The delivery of attackums will further expedite our victory while saving lives and tax dollars in the process. America is once more showing why it's history's greatest republic and the world's lone superpower. And all of us in Ukraine are humbled by the support we're receiving from the American people. Let me also take a moment in my role as spokesperson for the AFU's Territorial Defense Forces to state unequivocally that we in the TDF and across Ukraine believe journalists are heroes and have the right to report on Ukraine's war for liberation without interference. Free speech is the pillar of all democracy. Bullshit there. The First there. Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, along with the rest of that sacred document, is ordained by God. The Russian propagandists and war criminals who are spreading lies and pushing false narratives are not journalists. 
They are information agents and an extension of the Putin-Pogrosian effort to spread chaos and wreak havoc across the globe. In Ukraine, we do not seek vengeance, only justice. No. Because of this, these enemies of freedom and democracy will have to answer for their crimes in a court of law. Senator Vance By recently asked about the it? U.S. Director of National Intelligence, along with the Secretaries of State and Defense, if I was working in some capacity for the American government. Yes. Simply put, <clears throat> I'm an American serving as a Ukrainian infantry soldier and combat medic who was brought from the zero line and assigned to the TDF's media team in the dual role of spokesperson and Russian disinformation analyst. In other words, I'm a transgender freak that came from America that works for the United States federal government in some sort of aspect as a federal asset. I have a wig, I have a dick, I have tits, and I'm going to make it look like the woke military knows what it's doing. In simple terms, this is all a sick fucking psyop. And there is no democracy in Ukraine when they want to cancel elections and they want to put clergy in jail and they want to hunt down Russian propagandists that they label as Russian propagandists. So in other words, anyone speaking out against the war or people speaking positively about Russia who are in Ukraine will be hunted down and justice will be served with a swift bullet to the back of their skull. But here we have, oh my God, oh my God. The remaining speculation surrounding me is disappointing. But it's true. While in Ukraine, we are fighting for global liberty and no. the ideology of victory. No. Too many in Moscow and across the world are still caught up in focusing on the tired trope of gender chaos. Oh, gender. Ukraine is a nation that embraces individual liberty and maintains a devotion to God. There is no devotion of God with freaks like this at the helm. This is a abomination. This is not a devotion of God. This is, oh man, this is mocking God is what this is. This freak is what mocks faith. The freedom that Ukraine is fighting for is not based on carving out privilege for some, but creating a pathway of prosperity and success founded in hard work and the rule of law for all. Neither I nor any Ukrainian is fighting for tolerance and acceptance for any one group, <laughs> but for the freedom of every human. Bullshit. This freedom is one that most closely resembles the heroic efforts of the American patriots in 1775. Oh my God. I've never been more proud to be a U.S. citizen as I am fighting on behalf of the Ukrainian people against the tyranny of Russia and their assorted enablers, all of whom are enemies of the United States. I'll finish by stating unequivocally that I only answer to three groups of people, my Ukrainian commanders, the Ukrainian people, and the American taxpayer. The American taxpayer. Why is she, wait a minute. Why does she answer to the American taxpayer? Is she being, she must be being subsidized by the American taxpayer. Are we paying for her to be there? Or are we paying her salary? Is she getting stipends from the American government? So why does she answer to the American taxpayer? Hit the like button or you want to spend a night in fluffy pillows and silk pajamas with this freak. Hit the thumbs up now or you are a... Oh my God. But 
what we should do, and the memers out there, I know there's a couple memes with this freak going on. This should be a call to arms and a call for recruitment for every, every brave, stunning and brave transgender that wants to serve their country. The American taxpayer should pay to fill up a C-130 with as many transgenders as possible to go and join. <laughs> Commander, uh, whatever you want to call it. In the heat of battle, to fight for democracy, to fight for the Ukrainian government and commanders, and answer to the American taxpayer. I would be willing to pay for that as an American taxpayer. Open up recruitment roles now, and as many transgenders as possible would like to go and join old Sergeant Sarah Ashton Cirillo. You got to find out its real name. I, I got I to look into this. And go over there and serve... The Ukrainian government. He said the quiet part out loud. I answer to the American taxpayer. Send in the mentally ill. <clears throat> this is wild. This is wild. Show us your dick. I'm sorry, but you know that there are some sick Ukrainians there, like military men that are probably running a train on this thing nightly. Oh, it's horrible. It's too early in the morning for that. One more thing before, I know we're over 9 o'clock. So this is, this is what's happening. We have Zelensky here for $24 billion and probably some glory hole action in the West Village. Okay? We have this thing fighting for Ukraine democracy most likely being subsidized by the American taxpayer and being controlled by American intelligence agencies. Oh my God. Hit the thumbs up or Sarah John was going to show up at your house. We're going to call it helicoptering at your front door. <laughs> if you know what that means, you should know what that means. So we have all this going on. And how, how many billions of dollars have we given to them already? We're almost, what, three quarters of a trillion dollars, I think someone said to me the other day. You're almost at a, we're almost at a trillion dollars, I believe. Someone said that to me the other day. But what's great is, just this past week, or five days ago, the Department of State, the State Department, United States State Department announces the U.S. Special Representative for Ukraine's Economic Recovery. Do you know what this means? This means when the war finally ends, that the United States is going to be subsidizing and paying for Ukraine's economic recovery with billions and billions more dollars. But guess what? Do you think we're going to have any control or any say on who is going to be rebuilding Ukraine? This is how it's going to go down. We are going to give Ukraine more, hundreds, hundreds of billions of dollars more, hundreds of billions of dollars more, I bet, if the regime stays the same here in America. 
we're going to give Ukraine all of this money for their you, your economic recovery, except China and BlackRock are going to come in and rebuild Ukraine. That's what's going to happen. And we're going to sit there and we're going to eat it. We're going to subsidize it. We're going to fund it. China and BlackRock are going to build it. Fuck you, America. And guess what? Guess what? You're right. Absolutely, Rocket. It's possible that the Ukrainian Defense Ministry thinks that thing, that transgender thing, is what appeals to Americans because that's how much of a joke we are on the world stage, is that they think we, like, literally praise transgender people in this country because our society and our government and the sick idiots on the left present the transgender agenda as if it's a tremendous population in the United States, and it is not. So anyway, the special representative for Ukraine's economic recovery. Now bear with me a second. Stick around for a little while. Alan Dilemma, do I attempt to film a video on one day I'm home before leaving again or take time off and relax? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's good to take time off. I don't know. I I would say unplug. Go have fun. Go to Florida. Bring a camera with you. Do something from the beach. Just don't helicopter at anybody. So the U.S. Special Representative for Ukraine's Economic Recovery, Joe Biden, Joey Basements, announced the appointment of Penny Pritzker as the U.S. Representative for Ukraine's Economic Recovery. In this role... She will work with the Ukrainian government, the G7, the EU, international financial institutions, international partners, and one of our great assets, the American private sector, BlackRock, China, to help forge Ukraine's future as a prosperous, secure European democracy. Almost sounds like we're setting up for what we did in Afghanistan for 20 years. You know, we're going to. Special Representative Pritzker will drive efforts to shape donor priorities through the multi-agency donor coordination platform to align them with Ukraine's needs and to galvanize international partners to increase their support for Ukraine. The American taxpayer is going to be the donor people. She will also work closely with the government of Ukraine as it intensifies reforms need to win the future open export markets, mobilize foreign direct investment, and catalyze economic recovery through BlackRock, I'm sure. But do you know who Penny Pritzker is? Can anybody tell me without Googling quick? Don't Google. Does anybody know who Penny Pritzker is? Anybody know where she's from? What she's about? Nobody? Anybody? Well, she's an American billionaire businesswoman, billionaire businesswoman, and a civic leader. She served as the 38th United States Secretary of Commerce in Barry Satoro's administration from 2013 to 2017. And she was confirmed by a Senate vote for that position, a vote of 97 to 1. She's a member of the prominent Pritzker family and was involved with the family business empire from a young age. She was eventually 
appointed as one of three successors to her uncle, Jay Pritzker. She's the founder of PSP Partners, PSP Capital Partners, and Pritzker Realty Group, and co-founder of Artemis Real Estate Partners and Inspire Capital. So she knows all about real estate investment and develop and uh, development and embezzling and corruption. And she's a billionaire. She's on the board of Microsoft and chair of the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. As of October 2021, Forbes estimated her net worth at $3.2 billion in 2009. Forbes named Pritzker one of the 100 most powerful women in the world. Hmm. Very interesting. She was involved in some very large banks and prominent financial institutions. Her friendship with Barack Obama and his family dates back to the 90s. Hmm when he was a professor at the University of Chicago and Michelle still was proud of her dick. Pritzker met Obama at a Chicago YMCA where her son participated in a basketball program coached by Obama's brother-in-law, Craig Robinson. So Obama was frequent. (laughs) He was a frequent at a Chicago YMCA, probably the locker room. Obama and his family were frequent guests at Pritzker's Lake Michigan vacation home. So I'm sure Pritzker is is well aware of Barry Satoro's homosexual activities. She's an early supporter of Obama's political career, helping to finance his 2004 Senate campaign early in the Democratic presidency primary. Pritzker's financing helped Obama's candidacy survive when Obama was trailing Hillary Clinton in the polls. Pritzker remained a major fundraiser for Obama during the 2008 Democratic primary and raised millions overall for his White House bid. She served as the national finance chair of Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. Under her direction, the campaign reached out to small donors. Pritzker also hosted more lavish fundraisers as part of her effort to raise money. So she is heavily entrenched with the Obamas. Obamas are heavily entrenched in Joe Biden's presidency, and they are going to be heavily involved and entrenched in the rebuilding of Ukraine, where the Obama administration installed a corrupt government. This all makes sense. Following Obama's victory in 2008, CNN reported that Pritzker was president-elect Obama's top choice for Commerce Secretary. However, Pritzker took herself out of the running According to the Chicago Tribune, she withdrew her name from consideration due to obligations to her family, for whom she was still overseeing billions in assets, and then eventually became the Secretary of Commerce in 2013. Yep, this is going to be the woman behind the massive amounts of corruption, fraud, Blackmail for Ukraine's recovery. Yep. And there you have it. It's all coming. All the puzzle pieces are coming together. Because what are they going to do with all that money? What are they going to do with all of the money that we're paying as the American taxpayers for Ukraine's economic recovery? That's going to be funneled through and overseen by this woman, Penny Pritzker, and most likely BlackRock and China's involvement 
It's going to go right back to fueling and funding and powering the Democrat, communist, evil regime. That's what's going to happen. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm a conspiracy theorist. Go ahead. I'm here to take it. That's what's going to happen. And while that's happening, you know what's going to be happening here in America? Just one other thing I had up, and it's not going to stop until we get people in power that are going to stop shit like this. Biological men are going to be crowned homecoming queens in high schools all over America, just like this one a couple days ago in Missouri. Parents appalled after biological male crowned homecoming queen at Missouri High School. Maybe they'll enlist in the Ukrainian government as an American asset and go over there and join Sergeant Sack and the Ukraine ministry. Look at the nose on that thing. My God. Don't say that. Now, how do you think the girl feels right there? The obvious girl in the green. Okay. Who I guess was the past homecoming queen is now crowning a dude in a dress as the homecoming queen. How do you think they feel? How do you think every girl there feels? This is America. That is why people mock us. That is why this is a huge reason why we are a joke on the world stage. The war, the war on girls continues unabated. Biological male was crowned homecoming queen at Oak Park High School in Kansas City, Missouri on Friday. Tristan Young took the crown away from four biological females who were nominated for homecoming queen. Four females and one dude. And these people are so indoctrinated that they literally voted for the dude in a dress. Can you imagine what the wokeness is like, what the indoctrination is like in that school? NKC schools. Congratulations to Northern OPHS homecoming queen, Tristan Young. Let's see. Jesus Christ. Look at the hair on the arms around the flowers. This is, this is unbelievable. The students voted for it. It makes me wonder if it wasn't a joke. I wonder. It's a really bad joke. And the school won't allow anyone to reply to this. It says, who can reply? Only the people that the school follows or mentions can reply. They're leaving the comments closed. Gee, I wonder why. The outrage... This is the homecoming queen in the purple. I mean, look at this. Where else is this happening? I really want, look at these dudes, these guys. Really? Really? This, this is what America is now, and people are condoning this and proud of this and supporting this. These are the four girls. She's in the middle. The dude's in the middle. The one in the red has a face on. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not smiling for this piece of shit. 
this swinging dick that's wearing a dress, and now the crown that one of us girls with a vagina, homecoming queen, biological girl should be wearing. This is sick. This is sick. Between that and this thing, I mean, it's America, people. And it's getting, it's bad. Just because people aren't talking about it every day doesn't mean that it's it's not happening, because it is happening. And it's happening more and more. And if we don't get off of our asses and start shutting things down and getting people that actually care about America and the Constitution and not exposing our children to this freak shit, then we, we're, we're doomed. You know, 250-year republic, if, if we even make it there. I, I, I don't know. It, it's 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 shitty. Not trying to be doom and gloom here, but Liberation National Committee filed for conservat- conservatorship over President Biden, Biden and Senator Glitch McConnell, old old Glitch McConnell. They can have him. They can have him. Maybe it'll help him out. Listen, hit the like button, hit the thumbs up button, or you're a Fed. If you don't hit the thumbs up, you're a Fed, and you want to be a transgender Ukrainian sergeant homecoming queen or at least want to spend the night with it. So do it, or I'm going to send one to your door as a helicoptering telegram. (laughs) So hit the thumbs up. Do us all a favor. Take the link of the video, put it on your social media, share it, retweet it. You know, I always appreciate all you guys coming out in the morning and and hanging out. Um, Come back tonight, We The People Radio with James Curry, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll be doing some gangbanging on the government, and we will also be talking Russell Brand and what he's got going on, maybe what they're not telling us, maybe what we see, what we don't see. I want to hear your thoughts, so you should definitely jump in the chat tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, We The People Radio. And then, of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern for MAGA Mornings, right here on Rumble, 1776, live.tv. Hit the thumbs up. Don't disappoint me. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you later.